You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. We as human beings spent the first 50,000 years of our existence as hunter-gatherers. As a pleasant existence, as any paleo diet-loving person will tell you, it's diverse and healthy and quite wonderful way to eat. However, around 9500 BC, we began to transition and settle in to intentionally cultivate a variety of grains. And though perhaps we see the advantages of this today, as it's, you know, the beginning of civilization as we know it, it seemed like a terrible bargain at the time. The life of a primitive farmer is dreadful compared to that of a hunter-gatherer. You know, lifespan dipped, infant mortality rates rose, disease and infection skyrocketed, you know, a combination of an inadequately diverse diet, protein poor, uh, filthy villages. They were working harder than the hunter-gatherers that were 300 years their ancestors. Yet, they persisted. And why is that? You know, perhaps they saw the Library of Alexandria or the city of Florence, you know, way down the road, and they said, that's worth a hundred generations of suffering, you know. <laughs> or perhaps they were tricked, and by the time they realized that, you know, agriculture was a flop, is far too long, they'd lost their skills, population was too big to go back to the old days. I think that was, for a time, the kind of trick uh, theory was, was for a time the dominant theory, but there's another theory. You know, it's famously put forward by Yuval Harari. You know, in the 1990s, archaeologists found a site that we now called Gobekli Tepe. It it's, consists not of homes or of any sort of settlements per se. It's just massive pillars of stone that are decorated in incredible ways. You know, they weigh up to seven tons, 16 feet tall, huge. They stand in circles. There's like 10 of these circles. They're as big as 100 feet in diameter. I guess the closest thing we could think of it is Stonehenge. And yet Stonehenge was built in 2500 BC by an advanced agricultural society. And this monument dates back to 9500 BC. And it stands in a region that we know were still hunter-gatherers. Everyone was still hunter-gatherers. So how do we explain it? Well, they think they, they have. that. In an unrelated study, actually, that researchers have been pushing back, trying to find the origins of certain strains of cultivated wheat. And they found that at least one of the strains, one of the earliest ones, the Encorn strain, originated only miles from Gobekli Tepe. So, in a sort of incredible twist, you know, we've always assumed that, that people sort of stupidly settled down to farm and then and then kind of came across in this new stability culture. You know, they, that we started to make art or form the written word or build temple, temples and then civilization was born. But it's likely the reverse, that the desire to worship, the desire to reach out to God, whoever God might be, led to an intentional decision our ancestors to choose the more difficult life, the more arduous life, 
of agriculture. So, candidates, catechumens, today, just like your ancient ancestors, you've chosen the more arduous, the more difficult life. No, no longer you're going to wander around in the world like a modern hunter-gatherer, just taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, just going on to what's pleasant until it's worn out and then moving on to the next pleasant thing. You're going to put down roots. But not to worry, you're no sort of first-generation ancient farmer building obscure pillars to a sort of vague pantheon that you don't really understand and you don't really know. You're crossing the threshold, as we always say, crossing the Tiber, into the body of Christ, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. You know, within its walls are the greatest spiritual, intellectual, moral, and cultural traditions the world has ever seen. And yet, to be honest, I hope that's not why you've chosen it. Perhaps the tradition drew you in, the beauty of the transcendentals, of goodness and unity, the beauty of the incredible church throughout all its history. And yet, for all its glorious history, isn't Christendom dead? I mean, that's what we say. There's no Christian empire. There's no Christian culture. There's no fundamental Christian principles to regulate public dialogue anymore. Even the beauty seems in certain places to be sort of worn out. Just wander into any French or Belgian countryside to see a stunning and empty Gothic church in the center of a village that isn't quite sure why their village came into existence in the first place. So if this is true then, then why are we here? You know, are you laying down roots in a dying empire? I would say no. Cultures come and go. Christendom came and it went. Enough of Christendom. No. What of Christianity? What of Jesus Christ? As you pondered putting down roots, you know, hanging up the hunter-gatherer life, you know, maybe you were drawn to the church by the beauty, but you will stay for the truth. What is truth? Now, that's Pilate's question. It always has been, is, and always will be the question of our life. And we will always answer that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, in an ancient homily written on Holy Saturday, or for Holy Saturday, uh, as I gave, I gave it to you to meditate on before this Mass, the homeless speaks as Jesus to Adam, and he says, for your sake, I, your God, became your son. I, the Lord, took the form of a slave. See my hands nailed firmly to a tree for you who once wickedly stretched out your hand to a tree. Rise, let us leave this place. The bridal chamber is adorned. The banquet is ready. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. What the builders of Gobekli Tepe were searching for 12,000 years ago. That glimpse of the divine that, that drove them to choose a more difficult life. What they sought 
in those stone pillars has been revealed in the person of Jesus Christ and is safeguarded by the Catholic Church and has been given to you. It's a more arduous life, but a better one. So receive this deposit of faith. Don't receive it as a slave, but as a son, as a daughter, as a friend of Christ. Let it make you a witness, a missionary, and then God willing, a saint. So in our gospel for today, the women run to the tomb and they find it empty. For as the angel said, Christ is risen. So go and tell the good news.